This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane here with Chris Valente. Chris, hello again. Yeah, I was going to say hello again for the second time today, Rob. Good to see you again. It was good. It was actually good to see you like in real life today. Uh, Yeah, we we took a picture smiling behind our masks. I always do. I'm like realizing no one can see us smile, but we had a post on Instagram and Twitter and Twitter. We we went Instagram live, which seemed to not work. No, I think the Instagram live worked, but since we were around a bunch of construction guys and there was a construction site going on, like we just, uh, it didn't go as long as you, it needed, it, I think it has to go for a minute oh. uh, for it to be able to go on Instagram IGTV and ours was in a minute. Got it. All right. Well, lesson learned. I don't know how many people got to log in between the the thirty and the thirty seconds we were live then, but yeah, right. There was a couple people that went in there, but we probably should have done it for uh, probably should have done it for longer. But no one's ever accused us of being Instagram experts. No, uh, that's why we have a CMO. That's true. <laughs> uh, from San Diego State, wonderful San Diego State. We love San Diego State, uh, Alina. Anyway, um, so we uh, we long way winded way of saying you went to Polar Park today. I showed you around. What did you think? Uh, it's going to be the nicest minor league ballpark in America. Just right now, it's obviously a lot of construction, but the amenities that you showed me that are going to exist in this ballpark from a party decks to other party decks to more party decks to clubs to the suites to the views, like the Worcester Wall, which is the replica of the Green Monster out there. It, it's amazing. It's great. It's awesome. And the area is already it like transformed i mean i know worcester pretty well from my days of having to go there when the worcester sharks when in my opening yeah. up, my little devil days the area is great i mean we, we had a great lunch uh um, we did we we had a lunch together outside yep. not outside it was inside but it was in like a big open space the uh, um we had african food we did and it's fantastic it was delicious it was it was nice spice um vegetables beef good 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 <laughs> so, and they're gonna be in your ballpark right you have a you have a cool thing set up with a local restauranteurs just to rotate in a marketplace yeah so it's like uh have you ever seen the like uh shipping containers that are like restaurants yep uh so there's gonna be one of those in the outfield and it's gonna be called a taste of worcester and Is it's that going your to name? have no, it's a Charles Steinberg. Doctor Charles, I'm gonna say, yeah. Doctor Charles, you can former former uh, front office features guest. Um, we ran into him and in, we ran into him in his suite that was still being built. We did run into him in his suite. Uh, anyway, so it's a, a a container that will have cooking equipment, and all that good stuff, and these restaurants 
will bring in their food, right? We'll actually have to cook it. There's insurance reasons for that, right? It would be way too much money for them to come in. Anyway, they would let, be there for like a homestand, so like a week. And so one week you'll have Accra African food. The next week you can have an Italian place. We got, excuse me, an, like an Asian ramen place that's really good. Mm. We got them in there. Uh, there's a handful of others uh, that are going to be in there. And uh, it's going to rotate through the entire season. So, like, imagine being a season ticket holder. You'd be like, oh, I wonder what's in a taste of Worcester today. Am I going to get African food? Am I going to get Asian food? Am I going to get Italian food? Am I going to get, you know, uh, you know, something else? I, that's, I don't know. That's, that's unique. Is that, I've never heard of, like, a rotation of a location. So that's pretty cool. So it's the definite the biggest one. Hartford has one, and it's like a cart where they rotate through. Um, but this one's much bigger and broader, and, like, it's going to have one of those, like, it's going to be a landmark. It's a neighborhood. It's going to be a neighborhood in the ballpark. Awesome. It's gonna be, no, the ballpark, uh, it was great. It was, one, it was great to see you. Two, it was great to be out of my basement. Three, it was good to be inside of a ballpark. Uh, felt like some normalcy back in my life, even though there was 16 inches of snow on the ground. Um, yeah, right. But uh, being in being in the the bowels of the the ballpark and seeing the locker room and everything that's coming together, the lockers were extremely tall. So tall, like so. Actually, someone. What's funny was you you guys posted or someone posted a picture of the lockers today, and one of the writers it's like ten feet tall. Right, one of the writers said, "Oh, that's going to be an issue," because they remembered at JetBlue Park when they put in the exact same lockers that Bennett. Um, attendee he just got traded it's on my mind uh pedroia and ortiz hated it and pedroia took a power drill and took the door off because it kept hitting everybody in the head and i was like unless the kembe matumbo is on the worcester red sox those doors aren't hitting anybody in the head those things are no so i've never seen lockers that big in my life i wonder if it's like uh that it's actually nothing above there or it's like you know super storage or something or like just that. like a logo or like a like a logo like, yeah like something artistic that's going up there because it doesn't you make can't sense you can't re- they were. you can't reach it you can't reach there's it. there's no way it's 10 feet off the ground <laughs> no. you couldn't slam dunk a basketball in there. no it's like an nba locker it would be an nba locker room so knowing you know that how jan marie smith thinks of every detail I, I have a feeling that there's some sort of artistic thing that we're just like hey those are tall and she's like yeah, but those will be, you know, when you combine them all together, you put the carpet in, you paint them, you graphic them, it'll look like, you know, something crazy. So, have you ever been in the I, have you ever been in the Red Sox clubhouse? I have not it actually. It is it's tiny, right? So tiny. Like the 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 Woo Sox is nicer and bigger. It's Yeah, they always said that the like the McCoy locker room, the McCoy, you know, uh baseball doesn't have locker rooms, they have clubhouses. Uh yeah, no, sorry. Yes. Uh, correct. Uh so in the McCoy clubhouse Though old and ancient, and the carpet was held down by black duct tape, uh, <laughs> it was like big and spacious. Like it was a nice, like you'd say, that was a nice clubhouse. Uh, Besides, the, like the leaky roofs and the uh, black duct tape holding the carpet. You'd be, the, and then the visiting clubhouse in Fenway is even smaller. It's, you wouldn't believe it's a major league baseball clubhouse. It, there's no, there's no like what I would call amenities. In any of them, it's just and there's nowhere to go either. It's not like you can like blow out walls. No, because... like the biggest space is probably the training area in the Red Sox. Um, even like the bathrooms look like they're from like the '60s. It's crazy. It's like weird. It's like nothing's been upgraded at all, other than like their lockers and uh, yeah. It's it's not what you'd ever expect 
from oh, a. You have to take me down there one time when we. Uh, yeah, it's a three second tour. You walk you up. That's a three second tour. You walk in up. There's a room. All right, time to go. Like there's nothing really to see. Uh, yeah, but it's it's can... it's it's more shocking to people when they say like this is it. And you're like yeah, that's that's about it. That's 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 it. That's all the room we got. <laughs> Not much more you can yeah, do about right. it. Yeah, that's um, plus human uh, it, human beings were a lot smaller back in uh, the 1900s, so they didn't need a lot. Yeah, of right. The, it opened when the Titanic sank. The day, the day, the day the Titanic sank is the day Fenway Park opened. That is correct. What a crazy day! Uh, yeah, that's where they they said it was cursed from day one, right? So was yeah, right. Not, not the uh, best association with uh, historical events, but um, since the curse has been broken since 2004, so we won't we won't talk about the curse anymore. Yeah, because it's over. Anyway, the uh, I'm glad you liked the ballpark, though. It was kind of fun to take you around, though. It was snowy, so couldn't get, like, the full-fledged tour. But, you know, it was... And I might see you again next week. Yeah, right. Sure. Come on down. Yeah, we're going to see you again next week. We have have a meeting. We have an actual meeting with people next week. We have a business meeting on on, uh, next week that we can go through. So, I don't know. It's been fun to go and see, you know, like I said, this is the third one for me. Um, third minor league baseball park that I've been a part of. They're all different, right? They're all their own animals. They all have their own different challenges. They all have their own, you know, uh, here's a good example. Like the Omaha challenge, we're building in the middle of a cornfield. We're literally the first thing there. They were building roads and because there was nothing there, right? There was literally nothing there. We were the... uh, I would not expect anything less of where you're going to build an Omaha than in a cornfield. (laughs) Right. Um... And then in Scranton, we had to play the entire season on the road because we tore down the old ballpark and built literally on the exact same spot, right? So there's a challenge there. And then here, it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. And, you know, besides the typical challenges of building a ballpark, right? So um, each one has its own story. Each one has its own challenges. Each one is uh, unique. And it still kind of shocks me that, you know, it's three of them and I'm, 39 years old. I'm going to bet this one turns out to be the nicest just for the simple fact that the other ones didn't have a essentially a Hall of Fame architect who redesigned Fenway Park, Camden Yards, and Dodger Stadium and Janet Marie Smith, and then Larry Lucchino. This ballpark, I can't wait to see its completion because it's going to be immaculate. <laughs> it's going to be one of the, yeah, it's, it'll be nicer than some major league parks is, my, is what I'll bet. I, I'm almost positive based on what I saw yeah, it's today. Yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty... It's going to be nice. It's going to be really nice. I think that our, um, I don't know, it's going to be nice. Like, you just walk around, and you're like, I can see how this is going to be good. Some of the bars, areas that you guys got, like, it's just, there's some. You can drink there, I promise you that. No, there's some, there's some, there's some, stuff. yeah, you definitely have enough beer areas. But, like, there's just amenities that some, like I said, major league parks don't have and aren't even capable of having. Specifically, ours, Fenway can't do what you guys have done. The open concourse, love it. Like, love that gonna walk around the ballpark it's it's great you guys phenomenal job yeah it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be good i did get a little each time i go there i get a little lost like underneath because i don't know where everything is quite yet uh and it all kind of looks the same so i did get i was like where the hell am i it is and it's, it's gigantic it's like there's a lot underneath underneath, it, yeah. underneath there's a lot of hall it's like a little mouse trap it is it is weird like it's not open up at all down there it's just little hallways that go to little hallways that go to little hallways yeah, it was it was definitely like it's like a labyrinth. So it definitely was felt like a labyrinth down there. But it's also you look at it and it's like, 
uh, you know, the season starts in like two months. Yeah, I was, I took, I'm like, this thing's gonna be ready in two months. Like, there's no walls. So, like, <laughs> there's no walls. There's no nothing. It's gonna be ready. In two months. You're gonna play baseball. It's what they say. They say it's gonna be fine. So I, I have nothing but to. Um, Speaking of, so positive, 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 positive sports news. Um, we were talking about what the hell we're we gonna talk about. You see, uh, New York City announced that they're gonna 10%. start ten like percent. So the Rangers and Knicks are gonna start having two thousand people at the Garden. Good for them. That's good. good that's good it's, for uh, us. Good for us. That's good news yeah, because if they start with two thousand now, maybe by then they're up to like six, seven thousand. So for us outdoor, maybe we're looking at having a lot more people. Yeah. The one thing that will, I've been going through this with a fine tooth comb, and shout out to Matt Harper who was a fill-in guest for us. Uh, he's been doing a lot of great work. The hard part is no matter they could say that it's eighty percent. But as long as you have to abide by social distance rules, you only can get so many people in the seating bowl anyways because you have to seat them six feet apart. Exactly. That, right? so, that's the issue. So no matter what, you're going to run into a cap per se because there's just not enough seats. Well, our state, which you're now dealing with because you're now your ballpark up here, is got graded by the Harvard Business Review today of like an F for rollout for vaccines it's it's so slow and so bad it's it's been pretty bad really like it's been we're 48th in per capita for vaccines in the country oh my god yeah by the way moderna is here so like, yeah it's like it's, down the street it's just like literally here you can't it, it's just it's i'm not gonna get into this because I'm, I'm already angry enough about it but like it's been bad like nobody knows what to do no one where's where you can get it like other than fenway and gillette and those book up in seconds uh, it's just we're not going to talk about this because it'll get me angry. It'll go off. Of, it's just it's been really slow, really slow here. We're still at like seventy five plus. We haven't even moved on past people at seventy. And like, there we, we there was an article they they threw out two thousand more vaccines because they don't they don't they just don't know what to do with them because no one's coming to get them because they don't know how to get there. It's what it's a, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. Epic proportion disaster. No bueno. They changed the rule. Now that if you bring an elderly person to go get their shot, you can get your shot too, no matter who you are. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what? What? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's the new rule. You can bring an elderly person to go get their shot. And while you're there, you can get a shot too. Yeah, I'd just be like, bring an elderly people. Let's <laughs> people go home. Scalping elderly people on Craigslist. <laughs> 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 we'll pay two thousand hey, dollars. They're gonna be making fake IDs to be seventy five years old. Grandma, grandma, let's go get your fourteenth shot. Like, come on. Yeah, when you were when you were twenty, uh, when you were twenty, you'd be like, I need my fake ID so I can be twenty one. Here, there, you're gonna be like, you're seventy four. I can get you a fake ID. Make yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what 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 a business. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm not, I don't want to talk about vaccines because up here it's just, it's driving me crazy. Like, uh, but anyway. Can we uh, talk about something you you want to uh, you said drive you crazy? Can I say so? There's a there's something we need to talk about. Yeah, I, I this this is just weird to me. Drives me nuts. So nuts, I'll, nuts, I have, nuts, I have, nuts, yeah, crazy. I have, this is I'm be- stop it, everybody. I don't nuts. understand. Like it's a, it's weird, and I don't think I think look I, we're as we're we're both dads. Oh. We're both dads, and parents. Yeah, like. We understand you want to do anything for your child to help them. This doesn't help them, in my opinion. This sends All a right, bad. So we message. haven't we haven't said anything. 
So here's what drives me nuts. I was just yelling about it because we knew what we were talking about, but our <laughs> listeners have no idea what we're talking about. They don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> they, what, what the hell are they? What the hell do they need to know? Anyway, we have gotten. I have gotten. Chris got one this week. I got this week from parents, parents, reaching out and saying something of the sort of like, "Hey, my kid, who I, you know, they they don't know me or you. Hey, my kid likes sports. They should have a job. Can they reach out to you or something no. of the nature?" I want to say, no, what are you doing? You've raised a terrible kid because you, they can't reach out by themselves. You do it yourself. God damn it. Don't have your so, parents do your dirty work. The only caveat is if you like, if you know the person, like if your parent it's different. knows me. It's different. Completely different. Random reach out completely on different. is so weird to me. Like, Oh, it's so weird. It, I, I just automatically have a bad op- opinion of your, your, your kid. Like yeah, totally. Like you, same. your 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 son or daughter isn't capable of sending this exact same note. Like if you want to coach your kid, like if I was to sit down with Zach, I'd be like Zach, I'm gonna sit down with you right now, and this is who you're gonna reach out to, and this is what you're gonna say, but you're gonna send it. Like if you're in college, high school, different story. Like high school doesn't know what the hell networking is. Like fine, but college or even post college, and you're just randomly networking for your your kid. I just don't. I don't get that. Like, who, what are you doing? Like, who, you're just giving I, me that impression that this person is not a go-getter and is lazy. It <laughs> doesn't really work. Yeah, and entitled. Yeah, it's and again, I, uh, the parents probably have the utmost intentions of helping. Understood that. I'm telling you, it's sending me a nuts. very weird message to the person on the other end of it because I'm like, why didn't your son or daughter ex- just send the exact same note? Like, I just all of a sudden have this negative opinion of your of your of your child because, and they might be great and they might not even know your dad or your mom are doing this. Don't yeah, do. They're like, guess what I did for you today, son? I sent a note to the Fenway sports guy and. Uh, yeah, like, what do you tell your you. kid? What do you tell your kid? What are you doing? You're like, I'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, Dad, what did you do? Like, what am I supposed to say to this person? They probably think I'm a loser. <laughs> like, right? Because you are. You are. In my head, you are. You're a loser. But if again, your parents are reaching the person out, might not even know. I don't know who the hell you are. The person might not even know your dad's doing it. That's the problem, right? Like, so like, it's more on the parent. It's totally on the parent. Hasn't the kids? Scott Free have nothing to do with the kids, but the parent. What are you doing? Yeah. This is so stupid. Yes, yes. Again, if it's a client, partner, colleague who knows me or knows, or even so, this was the other thing. My the one that reached out to me, the screenshot I sent you. We had five mutual connections. This person who reached out to me. Go to one of my our mutual connections and say, hey, can you introduce so and so to me or to Chris? Like, right? Like that would be a different way to go about it. Not this weird, random, blind outreach this to say, a, uh, my kid wants to work in sports. Can you talk to them? Like, I'm like, wait. And this is not the first time that's ever happened to me. It's like, and you know no, what's no, funny? It's, this is a multiple thing. So you, you'd you say no. I'm going to say yes. You're going to say what? I'll say, yeah, I'll talk to your kid. You'll say no. I know. <laughs> no, of course not. No, I want to tell you to go pound sand. Yeah, I know. Like, get out of my life. There are other times uh, where we get phone calls uh, about, um, uh, you know, parents calling on behalf of their kids who already work for us about Wait, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. So, you yeah. Have, you have parents who call you for kids who already work for you? Like, 
Totally. Interns or part timers or what, what are we talking Everything. about? Everything. I've had I've had it happen to happen. Part timers, uh, where whether they say something of the like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, little Johnny can't work on on, on Saturday, and I'm, I'm calling to tell him that they can't work. I have Johnny call. Why are you Why are you calling me? <laughs> So um, weird. So little Johnny, uh, you know, I think he worked an extra four hours. That's not on his paycheck. Um, can you do that? Have John, whatever. Call me, right? Like, <sighs> um, you know, I, oh, my son applied for my son applied. This is one we get all the time. Um, uh, my my son, my daughter uh, applied for a job. Where's the application status of that? That's it's, uh, stop it. I, if your I, parents, if you ever told your parents to do this, right, and be like, hey, can you call uh, the Worcester Red Sox or the Boston Red Sox, and can you just check where my application status oh is? Oh, my. I don't want to do it. The parents are, uh, blah, blah. I would be, I would be out on the street because nothing would happen. Mind every time I get one of those. I want to just, like, I try to be nice and be like, no, we, uh, I want to get off the phone so fast when they call about that. And uh, I just want to be done. Like, oh, we haven't checked it. Have your kid call. I'm, I'm going to say yes. Are you going to talk to the parent? Yeah. Are you no, going to talk to the kid? I'm not going to talk to the parent. I'll talk to the kid. I'll talk to the kid. Because you know, I, can't, I can't punish this, this kid. I can't. I just think the parent has already set a bad precedent in my mind. And look, the kid could, might be a very lovely kid. And when I talk to that college student, it's a college Here's the problem. I say kid. It's a college student. That's what the that's what gets. Yeah, they're me. an adult. They're an adult. They're an adult. They're 18 years old. Yeah, like, at least at 18 least 18, years. right? You're yeah, like 21 years old. Like just you can go drink, but you can't reach out to me. If I was, what are you talking about? Look, I understand getting a lot of college kids to get their net get off their butt and network is probably a challenge. I mean, you you dealt with it with your sisters, right? Like, hey, like I'm in the business. Like, let me help you. Like, it's a, yeah, no, they're, they're not going to do that. So, <laughs> but you wouldn't start sending emails to random strangers in the business. To talk <laughs> oh, about. of course not. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would, you would no. send an email to me and say, "Can you talk to them?" But you would send an email to like a random. You wouldn't I reach out to. Would do that. You wouldn't I reach out. To, would do that. You wouldn't reach out to Tim Lewicki of Oakview Group. And be like, "Hey, Tim, uh, never met you before, but my sisters want to work in sports. Can you have a conversation with her?" You'd be like, "No <laughs> yeah, right. freaking way." Like, what you would you? do is say, "Hey, girls, here's Tim Lewicki's email. You should send him this note and try and network with him." You wouldn't send a note for them. No, and I'd be oh, happy to proofread it. Let me w- help you walk through what right. this email should look like. Let me do this. But, like, oh, the parent stuff drives me crazy. Like, they wonder why. They, I, look, obviously, this is painting a, a broad stroke brush, but they wonder why sometimes kids are lazy. I'm like, if you're doing it, everything for them, they're never going to be learn. lazy. They're going to yeah. be lazy. They're going to be so oh. lazy. Oh my goodness! It is. I, mean, I want to be like so. If you're if you're if your kid gets a job with us, are you gonna like send their sales, pick up the phone and do ticket sales calls for them too? Like, hey, my son oh. wants to sell. Hey, by the way, my son works for the Worcester Red Sox. Uh, they're looking to sell mini plans. You mind if I connect you with them? Who, sir, <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> I don't know. Who are you? Ta- who are you calling? What like, are you talking about? Yeah, oh, it's setting the totally wrong precedent. Oh, here, Johnny. Here's your little lunch to go to work today. <laughs> I just, oh my, yeah. I mean, but I can't even get Rachel to make me lunch to go to work if I was. Never mind, Rachel. But we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> so I, I can see that. <laughs> oh man, I'm having a beer right now, a Magic Hat, because I, I bought I bought beer for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, didn't drink it all. I never. I very. I, I never drink. I never drink beer. No, I drank. I bought a six pack, 
And I really drink beer, and I had two left over, so I had one last night and one today. I, I don't mind. Do you like Magic Hat? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's it's fine. Like, I think it's fine. I, um... Super Bowl. This... I, want... Super Bowl stunk. Oh, go ahead. No, talk... Oh, I mean, uh, what do you want to talk about? You, beer first? Uh, Where do you beer, want to go? Yeah, we're on the Super Bowl. Let's talk about beer. <laughs> beer. No, let's talk about beer. The only thing <laughs> I was saying that I like right now, I'm on a kick of hazy IPAs. Like New England style IPAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, That's all I wanted to say. I, I can't, right. I can't, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm kind of off the IPA kick right now. I can understand that, right? Um, our good friends at Wormtown make a, uh, uh, a brown ale. It's called... Blizzard of '78, excellent. See, I, I would, I'd be down with that more right now, like a winter, like a winter, like winter. Yeah, it's a ni- it, yeah a nice it's, winter beer. They call, they call it the official beer of snow. So Super Bowl, let's, we, stunk. We, we literally, it's funny. You and I always do this. We talk about what should we talk about tonight? The Super Bowl happened. <laughs> let's talk about the Super, <laughs> the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl happened, and we like our little prep thing that we did for three seconds. It didn't, we didn't talk about it, the Super Bowl. It didn't at come all. up, and let's. And we'll, we'll <laughs> didn't turn, come up. We'll, we'll turn it into a sports oh, business. Yeah discussion um um, among other things so let's start with the first elephant in the room of how old i am i had to look up who the weekend was (laughs) because the the halftime act i found out i did know two of his songs i did like when i i I was like going through apple music and playing i was like oh yeah yeah yeah. i've heard these like i don't listen to radio ever um so i don't know top 40 but i was like oh yeah i've heard these i even like i think i heard them in the gym at some point do you know he spent Seven million dollars on top of the ten million dollars he was allotted from the NFL. So the production was seventeen million. He spent seven million dollars of his own money. It was seventeen million dollars for that production. I watched that, and like, not to sound like grandpa right now, I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like, oh my god, this is so cool. It was fine, but I, I was like, watch it. you spent seventeen million dollars on this. Like this is a yeah. joke. I saw some of it, but it was like uh, bedtime for the kids, so I was like putting the kids to bed at that time, and then I like came out and I caught like the end of it when they were wearing jock straps on their face. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I don't know. It was like it. Like I look again. We're it wasn't directed towards us as an audience, but no, I feel not. I feel like it should always be able to be a mix of appealing to the older crowd and the younger crowd because it could be entertaining. I just didn't even find it like entertaining. It wasn't like I didn't like the music. It was just like, eh, like eh. The the only thing, the first question I asked my wife when she uh, she was watching it before I was, uh, I said, "Did he come out with glasses on?" And she was like, "Yes." I said, "Great," because that was part of like a prop bet. We prop bet that we all put money into, um, and uh, he did, and I had yes. Uh, so I was, that was, a, that was a good, that was good, but I didn't, it was like the aggregate of all like the prop bets. There's like 40 of them that we all put like 20 bucks in. Whoever got the most points, right. Uh, won the money. I did not win. Um, and when they announced the weekend was doing this for, you know, maybe a year or so ago or whatever, however long ago they announced the Super Bowl halftime show. I said, Oh, uh, I never heard of that band. <laughs> well the other thing too was it was the first time i forget and they said how many years there was no even special guest it was just him yeah and i think one of the prop bets was ariana grande was going to come out and i said uh no that w- that wouldn't have made it better for me either by the way um but 
I it was it was the, the the taking aside the fact that I don't I don't really know the weekend or I don't I don't celebrate his catalog. Uh, I I just couldn't get over the fact that he spent seven million dollars of his own money no for idea. for the production on top of the ten million dollars they give you as an allotment because it wasn't the ten million wasn't enough. It just it felt gross to me. Like you can't find something better to spend seven million dollars on. Like donate hey, it. What, what did um take me through this? At least either yesterday or today, they still haven't announced the ratings because oh, no, something happened with Nielsen or something. No, the ratings are out. But I would have swore I heard on Sports Business Journal that they said that the ratings were like delayed or something. The, the I've seen I've read articles. So Boston had a higher rating than Tampa. It's insane. Boston had a higher rating than Tampa Bay. City's sports crazy. New England is sports crazy. They love, obviously, love Brady. So we can, love we're, Brady. We're gonna get the Brady. We're gonna get the Brady in a second because I don't know if you saw the Tom Brady stuff today. But anyway, he was hammered. Hammer- he threw the trophy across. I did. I saw water. that. Good for him. <laughs> he was hammered, and then he did you see his tweet. Yeah, it was like uh, nothing to see no here. Sense. A little avocado tequila or something like that. Yeah, but there's like a whole bunch of uh, yeah, misspelled. I think words. he did that on purpose. I'm guessing because oh, okay. I think he was, or I don't. I honestly don't think he probably did it. Someone was probably like on his account because he, he's hammered. He probably isn't even awake right now. He was being carried off the boat. Um, but the Super Bowl ads, because let's let's go back to sports business. They, uh, I mean, I feel like people say this every year now. They were. I also hate the fact that you can see them before the game. There was very few that were like, great Super Bowl worthy. So Rocket Mortgage, though, for the first time a company has ever had this happen, had the had the number one and the number two ad score. So they they won really? they won the Super Bowl. The one with Tracy Mor- the two with Tracy Morgan. Um, they had one and two rated Super Bowl ads. Wow, which good for them. Good for them. Uh, there were some weird ones. There were some. Okay. First ones. time Budweiser never did it, right? But Bud Light did, and the Bud Light one bombed. Um, the, yeah, the that, legends, like the legends one. Yeah, and then uh, the the Will Ferrell one I thought was funny with Norway. I thought that was yeah, pretty that, funny. That, that was that was GM, right? Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but overall, yeah, just the game stunk. Ratings were ratings were way down overall. But I know you were asking, they were down like eight percent overall year over year. They were only up in like four markets across the country. Yeah, it's just a tough. It's weird. It didn't feel. So I was talking to somebody the, uh, the day after. It didn't feel like the Super Bowl. Well, the so I'm shocked the ratings were down. But I thought they were going to be historical because everyone was in their own home, so more TVs were turned on. Like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't right. make so any sense. Like there's no parties, no one's at bars. There's just literally no build up to it, right? Because there's no Super Bowl week. There was no Super Bowl week. It just uh, felt like the random regular. Season Rachel football. Rachel crushed the menu. She did a great job for a two-person menu because our kids aren't obviously eating what we're eating for Super Bowl. And like it was fine, like we had a good time, but it was just like you it, it was weird. Like I I had absolutely no Super Bowl squares for the first time probably in my life. <laughs> I didn't have really? a Super Bowl square because I wasn't we're not in the office. There's no one's doing squares. Yeah, I didn't have a Super Bowl square either. <laughs> the only thing I did was those prop bets. You still can't bet in Massachusetts. You still can't bet in Massachusetts, so I had no real action on the game. I, and the game stunk. And Mahomes is a magician, by the way. Like I know he, they they got lit up, but the, some of the throws he was making was like mime. I don't know how he did it. Like falling there down. He looked like Bobby Orr. Yeah, falling down and hit the guy in the face mask should have been a touchdown. Would have been the greatest touchdown of all time. But 
yeah, from a it just overall feel, it was weird. The stadium looked good because of all the cutouts. Yeah, but it just didn't feel like the Super Bowl. I'm to your point. so ready for this to be done so that we can just like be celebrating like we normally would. Yes, I agree. Okay. And we're there. We're go- we're getting there. Massachusetts isn't, but we're getting there as a society. We're yeah. we're getting there. But um, yeah. So Super Bowl. Uh, but here I will say this. Congratulations to the NFL. They got through it. With pretty, other than the Steelers having to move like 14 different games. Like yeah, right. Everyone else. And it was never them. It was always the team that they were playing. I know. Uh, they got through it. And they played a Super Bowl with the, the greatest quarterback of all time versus the best quarterback in the league. And hey, I, when the season started in the, in the middle of September, we were all like, what the hell is going on? There's no way. And they got through it. They did. And speaking of the greatest... Uh, let's talk about the greatest front office features partner of all time. And this front office feature is brought to you by the, our great, wonderful, spectacular, pick a different word, uh, partners with San Diego State University's sports MBA program. Whether you're currently in a sports role or you're looking to give your skills a boost or you want to pivot uh, to a career in sports, the sports-focused MBA at SDSU can help you get there. Join SDSU's 400-plus alumni with exciting roles in uh, college athletics, pro sports, agency, brands, and many more segments of the industry by enrolling in the next cohort of SDSU sports uh, MBA students this fall. Applications are open now through March 1st, so it's like two or three weeks away. Uh, And due to the COVID-19 adjustment, this year only, there is no GMAT or GRE required. To attend an information session, speak to an alum, or start your application, visit sdsu.edu backslash sports MBA. sdsu.edu backslash sports MBA. And next week, we got a thing. We do have a thing. A thing. We got a thing with them. We are going to be bestowing our knowledge onto the future sports executives who will be attending San Diego State University. Yeah, that should be that should be fun. So please, please uh, go check out um, uh, sdsu.edu backslash sports MBA. Uh, there's no, what, GMATs, no GREs. And you can go to, like, one of the – you'll learn more to, you know, uh, learn uh, about one of the great sports MBA programs, post-grad degrees uh, there is in the country. It's San Diego State is, like, legit. Oh, yes. Not, I mean, the, the program is pumping out executives. We've had many of them on this podcast from Stanley Cup winners to Super Bowl winners to analytics folks to it. It's definitely I mean, our CMO uh, went to San Diego yeah, State. Right. So, yes, and it will be fun. We'll, we will be tweeting, LinkedIn, Instagramming, Facebooking the details to sign up. There'll be a registration form that will be coming out yep. next Tuesday at nine o'clock. Uh, nine o'clock Eastern. Nine o'clock our time. Nine o'clock Eastern. Um, we gotta let the, the the West Coasters get off the beach and off the off the course <laughs> to be able oh. to come in to to hear and and talk to us. So looking forward to that. Um, I make sure I remember remind me to tell my wife about that because she'll probably hear about it on the podcast and I'll get in trouble. So yeah, it's because uh, we'll have Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Um, yeah, but uh, anyways, San Diego State, spectacular, wonderful, uh, great 
Great place. Great partners. Please. Great, great partners. I'm jealous of all the people who will be attending there in the fall. I would. You know what I was impressed with? When we talked to Scott and everything he thinks about is the way to focus your education to get a job. Right. It wasn't just this information gathering. It was how do I take this so that I can go work there? Does that make sense? It's the, the difference of approaches. Uh, yeah, because he even talked about what we want to discuss next week is 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 providing guidance on what you're going to do. So when you go to apply for a job with Rob Crane and what projects do you work on while you're at San Diego State, that's going to correlate you into getting that job. So. Yes, it's not like, hey, check the box, you got an MBA, you went to San Diego, have fun, see you later. It's, no, we're actually going to prepare you for the real world. And he's adjusted his curriculum. I mean, he was in, we had an interview. He adjusted his curriculum over the years to change and evolve as the industries evolve. So you're going to one of the better programs in the country. You're going to the best place to live in the country. <laughs> There's no even debate yeah, right. about that. Um, and you're getting a, a Scott Minto who is invested in your future, which is usually what you sometimes don't get when you pay for all those tuitions, right? Like you're like, oh, yep, guy, man, get your degree, see you later. Like he clearly cares about his students. So that alone is worth the investment in your future if you decide to go and get your sports MBA. Totally agree. San Diego State, uh, sdsu.edu backslash sports Aztecs, baby, Aztecs. I got to get some gear. We do need to get, I'll have my parents go find some. They're living, they got, they got, they got nothing to do while they're on retirement out there. Play golf. Does your dad play golf or mom play golf? Uh, My mom does not. My dad used to, he can't anymore. His shoulders shot. Gotcha. So anyway, that would, uh, that's like my worst nightmare. If I go to hell, they're going to be like, (laughs) you're going to live on Augusta, but you can't play. That would be your hell. Like just not being able to play golf and like, like giving that, it would just suck. I could, just suck. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, no, I, I hope that my body doesn't break down in retirement where I can still play golf. But since I have, right. I'm pretty much having to give it up right now. But uh, speaking of golf, so um, oddly, not oddly enough, but Jake Olson is a golfer. Was a, is an amazing golfer. Which doesn't make me feel good about my golf game, by the way. I have right. no excuse. He's he's blind. Um if you what got, a great interview you did. How did that feel? Talk about people about the interview in the, uh, in the podcast that dropped on Tuesday. Yeah. That was I, just you know a couple I, days ago. I, it, was a, it was a very easy interview for numerous reasons. One, Jake and his story. Uh, two, Daniel and Noah being so young and literally taking the, the bull by the horns and creating a sports business that has – I mean, if you go to their website, I don't know if you've checked it out, they have like – every celebrity athlete under the sun that you can go book through engage. And they started in another college dorm room and evolved it into this thriving sports business. And Jake, um, which they definitely used as the, uh, I don't know what to call it. The, the, the catalyst, I guess, to all of this based on people wanted to have Jake speak and be an inspirational speaker and, and book him. His story, if that doesn't make you just kind of like, realize it could be worse and you don't really have an excuse i don't he know lost what will. one of his eye dues to cancer i think what he said when he's seven and the other one at like 12 12 yep so he yeah. lost he's fully blind by 12 years old and he he went through a rough patch as he mentioned but he took he he realized that look i can do one of two things i can let this get me down or i can go still have live my life and i'm gonna not let this stop me from doing the things i love which is play sports 
he played Division One football at the University of South South Cal- California for the Trojans. He was like close with Pete Carroll. Eventually got onto the team when Pete was gone. Walked on the field and played. He like took snaps as a long snapper. Yeah, he was like a legit long snapper in high school too. Like, yeah, they had went those to a, colleges looking at him. He went to a big time high school and then he um, played and fulfilled his dream. Plays golf uh, and then has an amazing business and is a president of a company. So, if anybody out there is listening, and most of our listeners are people who have had a rough year, everyone in our industry has or have looked for an internships. You cannot let anything get in your way. Clearly, this is a person that had as much adversity as one could face. Going blind is very different than being born blind, right? There's a big difference, huge difference. Yeah, right. He was 12 years old. Like that's a lot for a 12 year old to take in. He's. It's only. I think he's only. I think he's like 24. That's only 12 years ago. Think about what he's taken and accomplished in the last 12 years of his life. Yeah, 12 years ago. Jeez, oh man. When you put it like that. You know, uh, and I was in Omaha, Nebraska, like just, you know, selling tickets or selling sponsorships or Feral doing cats. that, right? Feral cats. <laughs> no, no, no. That's Battle Creek. Oh, Battle Creek. That but, was Battle Creek. So, yeah. I mean, and then Daniel and and Noah kind of just building a business. It was great. It's, 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 it's a, it was a front office features feature that we like, I... When I was doing this interview, I just sat back and listened and was like, I don't need to really do much here because they are telling the story that you and I tell every week. And Jake, obviously, and I got I to gotta put out some of his, if people haven't seen it, the 30 for 30 like clips on him. The Fox did, Sports did a clip on him. It's unbelievable. And it's just an inspiration to all of us because if you can overcome that, you can overcome anything. It was it was great, and you did a great job doing it. Uh, I, had, I remember I had to pay all like at the last minute. I was like, ah, oh, sorry. I can't be there. Uh, anyway, I saw why uh, today. You need to put up some drywall. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be a drywall hanger. Uh, anyway, you did a great job with that. I thought it was very good. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it was like, you know, anybody can do anything. I know that sounds cliche and some other stuff, but like, I don't know. You and I talk a lot on this podcast. Go and do something, mm-hmm. right? They started it from their college dorm room, right? There's, you can do it. You just got to be committed. Yeah, like it's it. After having that interview, I'm sure it'll wear off. It's like, look, it's it's just natural. You hear that interview, and you 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 go through your day, and you're like, I really don't have too much to complain about right now. <laughs> it's yeah, like, right. Like there's there's it could be a lot worse, and people have it way worse than and and then all of us do in some capacity. So, just sometimes, as hard as this has been for all of us to get through, just sometimes pinch yourself and remind you it could be worse. It's going to be better. We're, we're already on the right. Pr- path we keep talking about this positivity train keep rolling sports is coming back the super bowl just happened baseball spring training starts in a week 2021 by the end of the year is going to look a lot different than it did the end of 2020 so chin up pick up your boots strap on do what you need to do and go right like don't wait stop sitting around make it happen for yourself there's no time like today i agree uh, I, it's, uh, it was inspiring in the fact that he's just kind of like, there's no excuses, right? There's, you know, let me tell you, Jake, uh, Olson's mom or dad was not calling somebody, right? They weren't, they were not calling the, 
uh, investors to invest in their company. I love the first story is that they just like, I'm going to give you whatever money you need. You don't even have to go through it. And it was like, uh, okay. Yeah. How do, how do we get that for front office features? I almost want to ask, like, can we, can we, can we meet this, right. can we meet this sugar daddy that you called? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, but, but there was no, you know, he just went and did it himself. And, you know, there was, has to take a lot of self-confidence too. Like, I'm going to go do this. Um, and I'm going to go, and there's nothing that's going to stop me. And uh, that, that takes a lot of confidence to do that. It also takes a lot of support too. Confidence and courage, right? And yeah, of it's, it's, it's okay to fail. That's the other thing. What we tell people, like, it's okay to take a risk, go take a job. And if you fail, that's okay too. You learn, you pick yourself up and you go on to the next thing. That's the, that's life. Like you're not going to yeah, be, it's not a death sentence. No, you're not going to have a hundred percent success rate on everything you do. That's just not possible. You're going to have instances where there's roadblocks or you may move to a new city and you're like, I hate this place. I need to leave. That's okay. You can leave. There's nothing restricting you from leaving, but you need to start somewhere and you need to be able to believe in yourself that you have the ability to go and do the job that you're applying for and that you're offered you just got to get off your butt and go do it though. And stop thinking and playing games in your head about what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. We talk about that all the time. The what if game, stop that. Just go start, hit record, oh. make your pot. So quick shout out to Adam and Lyle, who I had on as a, when I did the trip down memory lane, they enjoyed having coming on so much. They started a podcast this week. They're doing, they have interviews lined up. They're doing it on something very different. Like it's a cool concept. You'll probably actually appreciate this. It's called like the fan factory where they're in, they're interviewing super fans and talking to them about like their like why do you love this single a baseball team and go to every game like t stuff like that like where it's behind the psychology and sociology of a super fan so but we did call the fan, fans shorts for what fanatic right it so is they gotta be so but they just went and they're doing it and like now they have an instagram and they have a podcast and they learn garage band but they had to start somewhere they just do it right like we just tell people we weren't geniuses at this. We, we never... That's how this thing started? Right. I mean, I can't tell you how many YouTube videos I watched on, like, how do I clip in GarageBand? How do I... You know, I think, how do I start a podcast? I Googled. Yeah. I no, and then I... I have no idea. I've Googled, how do you grow a podcast? How do you market a podcast? Like, I don't know. Never had a podcast. And then I'm sure <laughs> we'll learn things from this when we do our... We'll still figure it out. Yeah. By the way, I, I was thinking about this from a nostalgia. We're like episode 123. That is... Bunkers. That's a lot. That's a lot of podcasts. That's a lot. That is bonkers. So many freaking podcasts. I don't know why I just used the word bonkers, by the way. I don't use that word. I don't use that word. I don't know where it came from. I don't know. I usually say bananas. But I don't know where bonkers came from. That's okay. It makes you feel better. I didn't notice. Good. Or didn't care. That's good. No one's listening anyway. I mean, oh, uh, you or me so to each other. We are, yeah, we're, we're, uh, I was watching comedians in cars getting coffee. Have you ever seen that oh, on Netflix? Love it. With, uh, yeah, with Jerry Seinfeld. Fantastic. Did you ever see the, uh, Will Ferrell one? I have. Did you notice Will Ferrell and I have something very much in common? Uh, n well, that doesn't surprise me one, but let's, let's hear it. He doesn't watch movies. Well, I and mean, Jerry Seinfeld was driving down there. Say, hey, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see this? Nope, nope, never heard of it, never seen it, never nothing. Nothing. I don't remember that. Me and Will Ferrell. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> because... <laughs> Both lunatics. Lunatics. This is, right. That's the second that's okay. time Will Ferrell came up today in my life. This is very weird. Um, so, yeah, no, but... Anyway. Doesn't watch movies. 
I, I think you're both weirdos then. That's fine. What does he do with this time? He's Will Ferrell. He can do whatever the hell he wants to do. Why would you want to watch movies? <laughs> so then what do you do with your time if you're, you're Rob Crane? You build ballparks. What do I do with my time? You, you, I am. You build ballparks. You build ballparks. On, on a computer at night. Where's, where's your, so where's your, when we, first, when we can do this again, where, where's your first vacation going to be? Where are you going? When we do where? Like when we're allowed to go on vacations again. Where, where, where is like, have you thought about this? Like I need to get a vacation. This is where I'm going to go next. No, not really. I probably will think that we'll go to the Cape. I don't think that... Uh, the only other thing that I could think that I want to do uh, during the winter is I'd like to next winter go um, go like on a golfing trip. Just down south? Like on a golf... Yeah, just like or out west. weekend. Oh, San Diego. Yeah. Right, could go to San Diego. Uh, and, uh, like, I'd like to go, like, on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and, you know, come back early Monday or something like that. I would love to do a, uh, uh, I'd love to do a golf trip. And then my uh, in-laws, they uh, go to Florida during the winter. Not this year, but they uh, typically go to Florida. And uh, I like, we've gone there two or three times. Um, I like to head to Florida in, like, February. I told Rachel next year. This this past weekend next year I'm going to I'm going to waste management and then I'm going over to Vegas for the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh man, that'd be what a, that would be amazing. So if you want, you want in, <laughs> let's go. That would be amazing. Waste management for the Thursday, Friday, and then head to Vegas on Saturday, Sunday for the Super Bowl and fly back on Monday. What a great idea! There we How go. How far is uh, Phoenix from Vegas? Not far. Can you drive it or no? You could, but I, I would probably fly it. Like what? I mean, it's yeah, probably right. the flight. Like an hour it's whatever. probably like a hundred ten dollar flight. Yeah, right. That'd be sick. But we've talked about you. We've talked about the driving places when you let fly to places, right? Like, oh, I'll fly to Miami and drive to the Keys. Now I'll just get on a plane and cut out. The like, just go. Plus, Don't. that drive, there's nothing between Phoenix and Vegas. Like, literally yeah, right. nothing. You could probably do. You could probably do a buck twenty-five if you wanted, but like, no, yeah. no. So yeah, that's that's the plan right now. Is a little waste management to a Vegas Super Bowl. Sounds amazing. By the way, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'll be the only one with that idea. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I, right. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. And they had some uh, some people in there. By the way, watching Jordan Spieth, uh, he's back. Get back he's at back, it baby. until he kind of blew up on the uh, last day. But uh, it was that was fun to watch. I watched uh, Brooks. I love I love this stuff. So I, I was I kept to hold out, right? Chap, he, hold uh, out. Ch- uh, yeah, chip in on like on sixteen or 17, seventeen, something like that. Seventeen to win it. Yeah. Right. All right. It's late. It's 10, 10 o'clock, 10 10. We're, we're getting old, and I still have like work to do. Yeah, lots of it. Oh, we have an interview tomorrow. We do. We do. We're going to oh. talk to the CEO of Spikeball. We are the CEO, founder of Spikeball. And then also, we will be releasing an interview with a Celtics employee in the probably next week. Yeah, great. Uh, that'll be great too. So, uh, you've been doing a great job with all of these interviews. So, I appreciate. Uh, you doing that so thank you I appreciate you appreciating me uh, okay weird <laughs> anyway uh, I'll see you Thursday and I'll talk to you a couple times coming up later see ya <laughs>